Lieutenant Uhura is boldly going where no man has gone before. Welcome to Minute Church for inspiration to go. Welcome to Minute Church. Pastor Crespo here. Minute Church is your oasis of inspiration and hope in the desert of negativity and despair. And the desert is a metaphor for a life lived without faith in Jesus. I want to let you know, if you've been enjoying the podcast, uh, that you can follow, you can share it, let people know that the podcast exists for that drive to work, from work, when you're working around the house, tinkering in the garage, you know, this whole program is really, I, I sum it up by saying it's inspiration to go, but really what the purpose of this program is, is to introduce you to this God that I've gotten to know, the God of the Bible. And to, by, by using just news articles, things that are happening out there in the world, you may have already heard about, to tie some scripture to it, to get you to think thoughts, to, to, to get you, to invite you to get a little bit closer to this God. Your life will never be the same again. So if you know somebody that would benefit from hearing the podcast, share it with them. Let them know that it exists. Like, follow, uh, let me know, mytakemc at gmail.com. Let me know what you think about the podcast. We are trying to build the Minute Church family, and so I'm glad that you're listening. Now, a news article just came out on NPR, and it talks about Nichelle Nichols. Now, if, you don't, if you're not familiar with that name, you might be familiar with the name Lieutenant Uhura. I grew up in an era where Star Trek was kind of like the big thing on TV back in the day. And you remember uh, Captain Kirk, you know, the guy that used to uh, lead the Star Trek, uh, the Starship Enterprise on its five-year mission to to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, and to boldly go where no man has gone before. Now, you see, I'm, I, I said that off the top of my head. I haven't seen that program in decades, but yet it's still there. That's the impact that it had on my generation. Everyone pretty much knows what Star Trek is. Well, on that show Star Trek, there was a specific character who was Lieutenant Uhura. She was the person sitting on the side of the ship dealing with the radio, the communication stuff. What's interesting is, and, and this is probably one of the few things that we can say that Hollywood contributed positively to our society. She was, I believe, the, the, the first black woman featured in a major television series. As a matter of fact, her life, her, her, her professional life as an actress and the things that she did inspired many people of color to do things that they never thought possible. I think that, you know, looking back, she, she didn't realize it at the time. As a matter of fact, I understand that she was thinking of quitting the show at one point until someone came up to her of color and told her, told her the impact that just her being on TV had in her life, letting her feel like she can accomplish anything because she saw what she was doing. So Nichelle Nichols is, is her is her given name. She impacted a lot of people just by starring in this major television series. Now, what we found out recently is later this, earlier this year, excuse me, she passed away. And I believe she was 89 years old. She passed away in July. Recently, it's come out that her ashes are going to be sent into outer space. That's right. There's a company called United Launch Alliance. They're an American uh, space launch provider. 
they announced not too long ago that a portion of Nichelle Nichols' ashes will, were going to be put in a Vulcan rocket. And it's going to be sent into deep space about 250 million miles away. And it's not just her ashes. Actually, again, if you're familiar with Star Trek, you're familiar with the name Gene Roddenberry. He was the one, I believe, that that started or created Star Trek. Uh, Gene Roddenberry, James Duhan, he was Scotty. He was the one always complaining about the dilithium crystals, Captain. He's, his, part of his ashes as well are going to be uh, sent on this uh, rocket. And they're going to send their ashes out into deep space. I'm assuming... You know, once the engine runs out of fuel, it's just gonna just gonna keep going. But I was reading this article and just kind of just thinking a little bit about this woman's life and the impact that she had. But then, and then not just you know this this life that had this positive impact on people, but then also now this this end to her life. You know, she passed away. They're taking part of her ashes, and I don't know about you, but I, I that's kind of cool, isn't it? Wouldn't I mean? It, it's it's almost poetic that that the what she's known for is to be this space traveler even though she wasn't but that her end is she's going to be a space traveler albeit a portion of her albeit in, in ashes but I thought it was kind of neat someone from humble beginnings but now has this memorable end did you did you watch Star Trek as a kid? Do you remember Star Trek? You know they have all these spin-offs that, that that have happened throughout the decades, but but the original Star Trek, you remember the characters is there is there something that when you think about Star Trek what comes to mind? You know when I when I think about Star Trek and this is just an aside, it has nothing to do with with what I want to share, but when I think about Star Trek, I really enjoyed Star Trek until until I came across Star Wars. And when they came out with the lightsaber, that was it. I was no longer a Trekkie, although I don't even think that word existed back then. I was not a Trekkie anymore. I was, I was anything with a sword. I love swords. I love cutlery. Um, it's just, it's just great. But anyways, I'm sorry. I'm just taking a side. Getting back to this, I was reading this article, and and by the way, uh, I don't know if the flight has taken off yet but it's slated to launch from cape canaveral i'm assuming with the weather that's probably already happened i uh, if it did i missed it but um so it's she's probably her ashes and the ashes of these other individuals that were tied to the star trek series are probably already in outer space but i was reading about this story and i have to tell you that um some things came to my mind first that not everyone gets a memorable ending like that. Not everyone is going to get shot into outer space. Not everyone's going to get to see space travel like this. Um, although, you're not really seeing space travel. You, you know what I mean. And I, if I read this correctly, by the way, uh, if you're thinking of doing something with your ashes, the starting price for sending a portion of your ashes into outer space to get on one of these rockets is uh, at least... $12,000 plus. So that's how much a ticket to, for a, par, a portion of someone's ashes is to get them to outer space for whatever that's worth to you. But I was thinking about this. Not everyone gets this end. But I'll tell you, that thought was immediately followed with another one. That everyone can experience travel in outer space. That, that's right. You may not. You may, what's he talking about? Yeah, every one of us. Every one of us 
can experience what it's going to be like to to be off planet in outer space. Let, let me explain to you what I what I mean by that. Okay, um, of course it comes through an experience with God, but let me let me uh, go go to the Bible here. So, in in the Bible in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul was dealing with an issue with some of the people in the city of Thessalonica who believed that when a person died. That that's it. That they would see, you know, a person dies, they would physically decompose and they'd return back to the dirt eventually. And so they thought, you know, we believe that Jesus is coming back. We believe in all that. But those people that have died, they're done. So, man, they weren't able to stay alive long enough until his return. <coughs> Excuse me. And and so there was this issue Paul was dealing with. So Paul wrote a letter, and, and the contents of that letter are found in first his first letter to the Thessalonians. But I want to take just a portion of it. Let me read to you. He says, he says, he says I don't want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep. And, and that's what he referred to people that died. That you, so that you don't grieve as others who have no hope. And this is, by the way, for those of you that, that uh, want to know where it's at, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, starting around verse 13. For he says, we believe that Jesus died and rose again. And through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. Again, referring to death as asleep. He says this. This is what I find really cool and interesting. Uh, he talks about the second coming. He says, I declare to you by a word from the Lord that we who are alive and are left until the coming of the Lord are not going to go ahead of those who have died, who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down. He'll descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. So let me stop real quick. Paul paints a picture. He's trying to inform these Thessalonians because they were kind of not clear on, on this whole thing about what happens to those people who are dead. They're never going to. And Paul says, no. God is not going to leave those people behind. When he comes, there's going to be a shout. There's going to be this call. And the, those who have died and have had faith in Jesus are going to rise. And then he says this, um, then we who are alive will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. And then he adds, therefore, encourage one another with these words. So why, why am I sharing this? Okay, so check this out. The idea of going into space, the idea of being shot out there in ashes, that in our earthly, non-religious, if in, in our little temporary existence seems kind of neat. Oh, but I got to tell you that God offers a bigger picture of space. God offers a bigger picture of life. It goes beyond just what happens to our bodies. It goes beyond just our ashes. God says, hey, look, Look, I don't want you to be hopeless like some of these people who, who don't know me are hopeless. I am telling you, he tells us through Paul, there's going to be a day. I'm going to come back. I'm going to be sitting in the clouds. There's going to be a trumpet. Those people that have died, and, and, and don't ask me to explain it. There are things that we have to put faith in God about that the people that have died and that have decomposed, that God will once again recreate them. And they will rise, and those who are alive and those who have been resurrected will meet Jesus in the air. The inference is he's going to take us back home with him. Listen, I don't know where God's home is in heaven. I've heard some who have tried to speculate that if we were to look at certain portions of the Orion's belt, that there's a section in the Orion's belt that, that looks different than the space around it. 
and and I'll you can do that research on your own. But I don't know where heaven, God's home is. But the inference is He's going to take us on a space trip, and and I don't know how many millions of miles or how many light years. Who knows? But God promises to take those who have put faith with Him on a trip into outer space, and we will forever be with God. Doesn't isn't that amazing? Isn't that cool? Isn't that 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 is better than any thing that we can come up with. You can fire her ashes into space and that's great, but she won't know. She doesn't know anything about it. She's never going to really experience it. But those who have put their faith in Jesus Christ have that hope that when he comes, we're going to be taking a trip of our own into outer space. We're going to be with God in his home. And what an amazing time it's going to be. You know, here's a, here's another thing that goes along with it. Of course, I hope that just the idea of such a trip interests you. Um, but what's the cost? So if you want a portion of your ashes, it's going to be at least 12, 12, 5, maybe 13 grand, just to have a portion of your ashes shipped into outer space. But if you want to go cognizant, aware, in, a, in, in the newness of eternal life, the cost for this trip is everything. Your will, your faith, your heart. That's the cost. Now, you might say, well, that's too high. I'd have to give up doing certain things in order to, to, to do that. Well, my friend, that is a small price compared to the price that God paid to make this trip possible for you and me. Think about it. I want to go on that trip. And I want to see you there. I'm Pastor Crespo, and that is Inspiration to Go. 